It's Obi, your host for the Better Man 365 podcast. And here we are just days after the Better Man event 2021, where we had Denzel Washington, Toby Mac, and all of these clips you're going to start to see on the website. So hopefully you're still tapped into the app and the website, betterman365.com. Okay, so for today's guest, we've got Jim Keller. He's a therapist, author, a national speaker. He's done over 25 years at Campus Crusade for Christ. Now today, a nationally recognized speaker with Family Life. And the reason why we have him on the podcast is because you just went through a crazy, amazing event, right? Like the Better Man event. You've got all these resources on the website. Thanks to the big brand, I Am Second. Also, CLC, where you can get connected there for discipleship. But the podcast, we wanted to bring you guests who we're going to build into our lives. So think of these guests as like supplements for people who are spiritually working out. And that's what Jim Keller is for us today. So I'm going to stop talking and get into our time with Jim. Today we have Jim Keller. So Jim, I, I, I want to say, first of all, as I go down the list of your credentials and what you've done in the past, all the way to present, you, you're just an amazing human. And I just thank you so much for doing what you're doing and for staying the course. Well, I don't know how about how amazing I am, but I am I'm glad to be here, and it's a, it's a privilege to be with you. Thank you very much. Well, uh, let's talk about it. Author, counselor, uh, uh, you've started businesses. Um, where does all this come from? Who are you? For somebody listening right now, and they're like Jim Keller. So, wh- why does that name strike a a, a bell? I uh, grew up in Ohio, northwestern Ohio, and. Um, when I graduated from the University of Toledo, I joined the staff of Campus Crusade for Christ and did campus ministry for around 28 years. Whoa. I served in Minnesota uh, and then went to the Northeast. I was in New England and was area director for the, for the Northeast for about eight years. And then 92, uh, we moved to Florida from Massachusetts. And um, Three years before that, I began to do some graduate studies in marriage and family therapy and um, completed my degree also in 92 and then began to just do some counseling on my own for several years before I decided to go full time in in 1999 and and began uh, uh, my business, Karis Counseling Center, and began it in Orlando. And uh, it was just I was the center for for. uh, a few years, it was just me, but it's it's uh, grown quite a bit. We've got uh, 23 therapists in, in three different locations now in Central Florida, and uh, wow. it's it's been it's been a journey. Good for you, good for you. You know, uh, even when you talked about the 28 years uh, doing campus ministry, what, th- that was campus ministry, right? Right, it was. Mm-hmm. The amount of fresh brains, I can only imagine, because, you know, what, what can be interesting about campus is that when you make it to the college scene, now you're, the, the philosophies open up, and there's this whole spectrum of, well, you can believe in this. You can believe in this. And, right. uh, and what's interesting is to sit there on that specific battlefield or playing field, uh, how interesting. And for so many years, I can only imagine the stories. 
Oh yeah, it, it's it, it was a great experience, and and uh, we we were on small campuses in Minnesota, saw saw some wonderful things happen. I mean, lifelong relationships still to this point, and and men and women who who really began to to grow in their in their faith in Christ, and and many of went went into full time Christian uh, vocations, and uh, just just lovely lovely people. And and the Northeast was was a challenge, but it's also just an incredible place to be. A great challenge. Wonderful schools, you know, brilliant kids, uh, but uh, kids also that were in need of uh, a spiritual vitality that that only God can give. So that that was a privilege to be able to minister uh, to, for those years uh, up there. I love I love how you just said that that only God can give. Uh, it is interesting being a dad. So I've I've, I've got four kids. I've got one. Uh, my littlest is eight months old. So so that's the littlest. But my other spectrum is twelve, ten, and eight. And it's funny how I, I want them so bad to realize that you have a great creator who designed you beautifully, almost like a computer, better than a computer designer, right. you know, and, uh, and in a, in a day to day where you have so many, you have so many people today who, who are, they're so unclear as to who they are. They're unclear as to who they should be uh, approached as. Um, and, uh, you said it, that we have a God that, uh, that, you know, he, he maps it all out for us. So how interesting to work with that age bracket too. Yeah, it, it was, it was, uh, it was a challenge, but it was enjoyable. And, and the, uh, the people that I was privileged to work with were wonderful too. They, they were just some very, very good people, very deep relationships that, that, uh, last to this day. So it's, it's, it, it was a, it was a, it was a privilege to be a part of that ministry. So let's talk about the amount of counselors that you have today. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 23. It, 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 grew, it, it grew quite a bit in the last few years. I, I have to say it, it, it sort of took off. I, 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 didn't, I didn't know what it was going to look like and, and wasn't sure you know, how I was going to, to handle it or what that was going to mean for me personally. But um, I really enjoyed the, the process of, of speaking into people's lives and hearing their stories and uh, wanted to find some men and women who are also committed to doing that and really coming alongside people and, and uh, being able to speak into their lives and, and to, to walk with them through, through difficult circumstances. And so we, we've just had, we've just had a uh, really great time in, in, in finding those folks. And, and uh, we've got a really wonderful group of people that, that work together. And, and uh, I, Again, that's a privilege for me to be a part of as well. Well, and kudos to you because to have that many uh, and for those that hang around, that's because you've provided a space that makes them comfortable, that they want to come back to. Uh, You know, I I find that interesting as far as a counselor to counselors. Do they come to you for advice? Uh, Yes. I mean, you know, that's it's. A lot of the a lot of the people that have come with me, I've, I've been able to know and 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 grow in relationships with, uh, and uh, you know, and I'm the old guy now, so I you know people, people do, <laughs> you know when you're old, you got to know something, right? You got to pick something up along the way. So so <laughs> it, it, it's it's fun it's fun to have those relationships and and to to be able to to speak with people and and to to walk with them as, as they also begin to to uh, have relationships with people that that are really in need of, of help and and they want to help as well so yeah i i've enjoyed that process as well it's been fun 
Well, what's great is that I know that somebody who's listening right now or if somebody's viewing, uh, you can automatically feel it. You can feel there's the, there's the beautiful trifecta going on of the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that you can just hear from you. But all, all that comes with a journey of highs and lows. So if you don't mind, can we talk about some lows? Sure. Um, they're, they're always lows. Um, I, I think every person goes through them. Uh, we've had we've had challenges. Uh, we've had situations where, uh, in our family, for example, our our daughter I have two children, both adult children. Uh, son's forty. What is he? Forty uh, four now. My my daughter's forty one, and uh, in in her eighteenth year, she had was diagnosed with cancer, and uh, right in the middle of her senior year of high school. And uh, we had a uh, we had an interesting journey with that, um, and it was a six month process of of uh, treatment and and uh, wow. so really really encouraging things and some discouraging things as well. That, and that was that was probably one of the deepest and, and most difficult times emotionally for for me and for my wife and me and and our family as well. My daughter's fine now. She's she's got two kids of her own and, and oh great. Uh, lives here in central Florida, but that, that was, that was a time where we, we really had to tap into, uh, the, uh, the mercy of God and, and to really experience that, um, and, and from the Holy spirit directly and, and from, from some dear friends who, who were able to walk with us through that as well. Can you do me a favor for somebody who is maybe just stumbling upon this podcast and they're like, oh, better man, okay, okay. And they just heard you when you talked about mercy. Can you explain that in a way, somebody who's never stepped foot in a church that they're like, I, I, I don't get it. I just don't get it. Yeah, the, there are, and, and this is this, this might sound a little bit, uh, a, a little bit less uh, direct and tactile, but they're, they're what I call mercy moments where, where God will, will speak uh, through, and many times he uses other people. I, I had, my daughter was um, going through some really difficult times. We had a very, very disturbing report from one of her doctors. And I remember uh, I had to, um, I had a speaking engagement the, the day after in, in down at, at, uh, a hotel near Disney. It was a group of people who were there for a convention. They, they wanted someone to come and speak at a prayer breakfast. And so um, I'd already committed. It was early in the morning. It was a long drive. I didn't want to do it. I showed up and they said there'd be 200 people and there were maybe 20. You know, it's one of those where I'm going, oh, all right, this is this is. And I remember I, I got up and I'm going, what am I going to tell these people? I'm just going through one of the most difficult times in my life. And um I remember getting up and I just shared what I was going through and um, and how God was speaking and 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 uh, what he was doing in our lives, the difficulty of it. And I remember at the end of that, those people got up, surrounded me, laid hands on me and uh, prayed for me and prayed for my daughter, wow. most importantly. And I remember going, OK, I came to speak to these people. And, <laughs> And now, now I'm being ministered to, and I remember being in tears that time and being in tears on the way home and, uh, realized that for all, I'll never see those people for all I know, Obi, those people were angels. That's all. That's all I know. Uh, that, that was, a, and I remember on the drive back, I remember thinking, praying and thinking it through. And I, I just had this sense of, that God said, you know, day at a time, 
day at a time, but we, we're, we're going to, uh, this, this has come through my hands and we're going to get to the other side of it. So those, those, those are mercy moments. And, and, and God comes alongside and, and it, it doesn't mean the pain goes away and the worry goes away and, and, and the hurt goes away, but there's something sustaining underneath that. There's something that's solid and, and, uh, and real and um, in, 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 a, in, a, in a more profound sense, it's pretty glorious to see that God shows his love through, through moments like that. So that's just, that's just an instance. Uh, there, there are many others, but that's, that's the one that sticks out the most. Wow. I, I love the way you unrolled that because to somebody, uh, you know, I've, I, so I've had mercy moments and you just used the word glorious. You know, when someone realizes that you have mercy moments from a great God, then terms like glorious are, they, they easily come out of our mouth because there's no other word that's, a, that's as high you know, to, to explain the kind of joy that comes from knowing that this great creator that, I mean, for crying out loud, this planet's spinning where they need to be. So this right. way they don't crash into the earth or so this way our gravitational pull is the way it is. And that great creator is using you in those moments. It's so beautiful. So I appreciate you rolling that out the way you did for individuals who just may not be clear or just may not know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a, it's a walk. And um, it's a walk that you have to do every day. It, it doesn't grow old. It, it doesn't. <laughs> That's so it, good. It, it's not devoid of challenges. There are always there are always things to to consider and to, and to be concerned about and 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 to to try to sort of wrap your head around. But it but it's it's a, it's just a walk and and it's a uh, it's it's a good journey. It's it's a journey that that is is. It, it, you you allow God to minister to you, and then God allows you then at the right moments to minister to other people through it as well. Okay, I I really love it, and it, and it is a long journey, and uh, I think sometimes even some of my own uh, conversations with the Lord is uh, is I'm like God, you know, why 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 so ongoing? Like like I'm already part of the team, right? I said yes, I signed up for the team. We're Team Jesus. Like that should be it, right? Why why so many rough moments? Uh, but I, but again, okay. So back to the analogy that I think a lot of people love to use is, is a workout. You know, when you get a workout that, you know, there's some tearing of the muscles that's going right. on there, but the rebuilding is where you see the results and you're like, Oh, right. Oh, I like this six pack. And it just really changes things. Um, if you don't mind, I want to pivot because you've got an expertise in, in marriage counseling, right? Right. Um, let's talk about the gentleman out there who maybe perhaps, uh, could use a little bit of sharpening up when it comes to loving on his wife. Um, I think for me, some of my moments where I have to really dredge through it is in moments of service. So I hate to do dishes. Uh, I hate to, you know, help clean up the house. Uh, there's a couple of things that my wife loves to do that I hate. Um, can we talk about those, those dynamics between a man and a woman and living in that, in that space? Sure. Um, and, and in fact, I just, I, I spoke at my church recently on marriage and, and, um, it was a classic three point outline. You'll be pleased to hear that. And, and, and these are the, there are three things, my, my experience in doing, uh, speaking on marriage and counseling, uh, married couples, there are three things I think are, are essential uh, to having a healthy marriage. And um, 
The first one is, and it, it's just the point of what I think what you were alluding to just now is humility. The first thing that, that you've got to embrace is, is, is humility. And when you look at the Ephesians 5 passage where, where the Apostle Paul talks about marriage, he, he talks about being mutually in, in mutual submission to one another. There, there, is a, there is a spirit empowered uh, putting the other person first uh, that is, is key to any healthy relationship. If you don't have and don't embrace the whole concept of humility, you, you're, you're not going to fare well uh, in, in the course of, of your marriage relationship. Yeah, but doesn't humility mean weakness? No, uh, and nor does it mean codependence. What humility means is that I am going to put uh, my wife as a priority, her needs as a priority over my needs. And what that means is, is that, that I am going to take what I desire and I'm going to, to, to set that aside and wow. ask the question, what, 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 what's my wife desire here? What, what does she need? Uh, not in a not in a okay whatever you need and we're going to do it or running around and doing that but in a, in, in a very profound and direct and strong way so i mean it's you know, i've been married 45 years so um yes you, you learn some things along the way there <laughs> but, uh, my wife is an extrovert i'm an introvert i i enjoy I enjoy solitude. I'm my own best company because, you know, I, you know, I talk to myself and, you know, I, I like it. <laughs> uh, my wife is um, uh, an extrovert. She enjoys socializing. She enjoys other people. Groups of people energize her. Groups of people eventually wear me down. I'm okay, but they, you know, I'm, I'm after a while I'm done. So um, we, <laughs> we, we have an ongoing tussle in our relationship about, for example, going to a party or going to an event like a, like a wedding, and I like weddings. I've officiated I don't know how many weddings I've officiated, but <laughs> a lot. And uh, but we'll go and, and and we'll go through through the ceremony, and then we'll go to the to the meal and and you know the reception and the celebration there. And it's fine. It takes but it takes so long. I mean, they take pictures, they do this, they do that, and and, and so by the time I've eaten at at a, at a wedding reception. I, I'm ready to go. I mean, it's, it's, it's time. And I can't tell you the number of times that I've, you know, I've looked at my watch and said to my wife, uh, now? And uh, her response is, never. Uh, no, we can't do it. Over the years, and I've not done it perfectly, and she'll be the first to tell you I haven't. But, um, but she'll also be able to tell you that I've really worked at what are my wife's needs? What does she need me to do here? What, 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 what can I lay down? What can I lay aside? And, and um, that is not a sign of, of weakness, I don't think. That's a, that's a sign of humility. That, that, and, and when Paul talks about that, what the husband's role is, our example is Christ, and not Christ in all his glory, but Christ in all his servanthood and his submission and his laying down his life, that, that sacrifice for us. So that's that's the first thing. The second thing, if you want to have a healthy marriage, is I, I just say mind your own business. That's the second point. Mind your own business. Um, okay. <laughs> well, couples couples come into me, my office, and I'll hear from, from from a guy. I hear this from men more than women. 
and you know they're, they're not doing well they're there for a reason and they have problems and you know i get it but when a husband says to me you know my my wife my wife doesn't respect me which is sort of a interesting way of saying you know she doesn't listen to me she doesn't do what i say i mean you know that there's a lot of layers to that i always know we're, we're, we're going to have a long uh, <laughs> when i hear that from a husband wow. you know why because because the tussle in marriage is everyone's looking to the to their spouse to say if only you would do this i would be happy it doesn't work that way mind your own business this is this is this is a biblical truth that that just echoes all the way through scripture and jesus when he's resurrected and he has the conversation with with uh peter on on, on the shoreline of galilee after he's resurrected and he says hey you're gonna you're gonna die this death and then then Peter goes, looks at John and says, well, what's what about him? <laughs> yeah. and, and you know what Jesus says? Mind your own business. Mind your own business. Wow. So and, my, and, my job and, as, as, as a husband, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, and that's tough to swallow. Yeah. My job as a husband is, is to, is to, is to not focus on my wife and where she's falling short or what she's doing. That's going to hurt me or displeasing me. My job as a husband is go before God, what do I need to do? That doesn't mean I can't say, hey, this is hurtful or this is this is difficult for me. It doesn't mean I can't have those conversations. Again, it doesn't mean I roll over, but 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 I've got to do self-evaluation, self-examination first. And um, Henry Cloud, John Townsend wrote the book Boundaries, and they, they have this, they have this picture where, where you've got your own farm. And, and what they say is to stay on your own farm. Don't get on a, don't, don't, don't go to somebody else's farm. Stay on your own farm. And deal with the things that you need to deal with. So humility, mind your own business. The third thing is, is really seek true intimacy. And uh, that's the goal of any of any good marriage, especially of a Christian marriage. Paint, paint for us a picture. What, what, what does that mean? Because intimacy, it, it, immediately the head goes into, oh, let's get under the sheets. Yeah, it's, it's men think physical right away. But that's the last thing. We should think of because it builds over time. There, there's, there's a, a uh, there's an emotional intimacy. There's a psychological intimacy. There is probably most importantly a spiritual intimacy that needs to take place. And this is when we take time to really get to know and really get to to get inside the uh, the head of of our spouse and 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 really seek to understand them the way that we need to. Um, God uh, uses marriage as a picture of our relationship with him. We're the bride, and Christ himself is the bridegroom. And uh, there's no mistake that he uses that. And, and the goal of our relationship with God is an intimate goal. What God wants from us is a deep and abiding relationship. Wow. So when, 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 we, when we talk about marriage, uh, and obviously it's, it's physical as well, but, but the physical part of a marriage relationship is just the icing on the cake of what really true intimacy is. And that is really loving each other well and knowing each other inside out. Um, it's, it's a, you know, I'm still getting to know my wife. She's still getting to know me. People change. Uh, I think Lewis Mead said, you know, my, my wife has been married to, over, over the course of her life. She's been married to five men and all those men were me. And, and so he, he's, he's, what he's saying is, is we, we grow, we, we change, we, we, 
we have different experiences. We have different challenges. And wow. uh, what 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 the the bottom line then is is that I want to continue to to know my wife well and to love her well, and uh, that's that's the beauty of a, of a relationship that's healthy. I love so that. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you now while we're live. I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna put this in 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 your court, but I want to be respectful of your time, and we're coming up here on on the mark. And uh, Jim Keller, you're like a well that I would really love the Better Man 365. If we were a bucket, I would love for us to continue to dip and get some more of this knowledge from you. Uh, You just laid us down three beautiful points that I think anybody listening right now can kind of walk away from and be like, okay. Uh, So give us those three one more time. Say it one more time if you can for us. Humility, mind your own business, and seek true intimacy. It's, it's so good. It's so good. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your expertise. <laughs> and we'd love to have you back on. I'd be privileged to be here. I, I enjoyed it very much. Glad to join with you anytime you want. Again, super thankful. And if you're looking him up, it's Jim Keller. Man, what a great guy. Uh, therapist, author, national speaker. And now, as you just heard, just a great human being to dialogue with on some heavier topics that us guys, uh, we typically don't talk about. So I want to thank him again and remember that our resources, we've got so many resources after partnering up with such great brands like I Am Second, CLC, which will actually get you connected with other guys too so you can do true discipleship. All of that, those resources, they're in the treasure chest of Betterman 365. Again, spelled out B-E-T-T-E-R-M-A-N 365.com. I'm your host, Obi. Thank you again for joining us.